Today on The Evangelist Podcast, talking to strangers about Jesus. The Evangelist's Podcast. Encouragement to speak life to a needy world. With Glenn Scrivener and Andy Brinkley. Welcome back to The Evangelist Podcast. Uh, we're talking to strangers, or we're at least thinking about I'm not talking a stranger. to strangers about Jesus. People are strange so when you're a this stranger. This is kind of about... Uh, Street evangelism and and door to door and just okay. talking to people you don't yet know yeah. uh, about people who don't yet know Jesus. Okay, well before we do that, just give us sort of a, a quick uh, update on where we are at, uh, at Speak Life. Speak Life. We have been known as Revival in the past, and we're transitioning to being known as Speak Life. Just to put front and center that we are a charity that seeks to proclaim the good news of Jesus, and so put that proclamation, speaking life thing, front and center. So that's one of the things that's that's happening. We're sort of uh, rebranding. Mm. We've got a, a whiz bang new website. You've got to check out speaklife.org.uk and uh, some new publications. Um, so uh, please do write into us and get our glossy uh, daily uh, prayer guidance that you can get uh, where we t- tell good news stories about the, the gospel going abroad, but also give you some uh, encouragements to evangelize and uh, updates on what we're doing here mm-hmm. at Speak Life. So that's yeah. kind of new. And uh, one big development is that we're going to run from here in Eastbourne a, uh, a learning hub for Union. Now, Union is uh, the brainchild of Mike Reeves, who we've had on the show in the past, and he's there at West Wales Evangelical School of Theology, and they're really wanting to unite theological college with church Hmm. so that you get trained not, you know, off somewhere else apart from church, somewhere in an ivory tower, but you get get trained in context in church. and so how do you get the best of theological education, but also the in-context, practical, hands-on training of a mm. church context? And the way they've come up with is by having learning hubs around the country. And we're going to be one of these learning hubs where we're going to have uh, four different guys who are studying uh, at a graduate level. They're studying a postgraduate diploma in theology, and we're going to be doing it together. Mm. So that's starting in September. So we've got four young guys who are uh, very keen and uh, so that'll that'll be great, uh, guys who want to get better at proclaiming Jesus into the world, who want to go deeper in their Bibles, and uh, so we'll uh, we'll be doing that as as part of our ministry, not only to evangelize but to train people for evangelism. Yeah, and they'll be sort of going alongside you sometimes to missions yeah. and things yeah, like absolutely. That. So I looked in the diary. I think I've got seven week long missions uh, happening in in the sort of the academic year fifteen sixteen, and and uh, for most of those, I'll, I'll have at least some of those guys yeah. uh, coming along with me. A little team. Excellent. Good, and uh, you've just recently, just today, you've oh. been at the um, lunchtime, the lunchtime concerts. Concert. Yeah, so in Eastbourne we have uh, lunchtime concerts at All Souls Church, which is my church and um, church I go to. And so, yeah, we had a, a lovely, bar- a lovely baritone singing um, some very moving songs. Actually, it was quite right. nice. And then halfway through, um, you can tell I'm not very cultured. At half time, I get up, you know. <laughs> Um, share an orange. Uh, we, we, we eat some oranges and we change ends. Uh, interval. That's the that's the phrase. At at the interval, um, I get up and share a share a lovely word. Uh, some some people call it the God slot, which is just uh, horrendous, isn't it? You know, slotting God in to our concert. So, yeah, I, I spoke about uh, hypocrisy, mm. and uh, isn't the church full of uh, hypocrites? 
no, always room for one more. That was <laughs> that was basically my talk. <laughs> and uh, and it was yeah, got into some really good conversations afterwards. So just having a look at Matthew twenty three in a little five minute uh, slot. So just trying to take every opportunity I could. Most people were not Christians there, and. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, had people that you'd seen before at the church, or just kind of friends. Yeah, of friends? I mean, it's interesting. We we have seen people come like from nowhere spiritually. They've come to the concerts. They then started coming on on Sundays. They've come to Christ, and and um, so that's really gratifying to see. And and other people, um, they kind of stare straight ahead when you speak because um, they're there for the music. They're not there, you know. Fair enough. They're not there to listen to me, but. Um, uh, yeah, one of the, one of the guys who was fairly towards the front, who was just sort of staring straight ahead and and not meeting my eye. He sort of he, he laughed at one of the jokes I told. So I thought, <laughs> you know, getting getting through a little a little bit. That's <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good opportunity, and um, oh, you sow the seed wherever you can. That's right. Yeah, good. Okay, well, <clears throat> we're going to look at uh, sort of open air and uh, more public. Mm. evangelistic type things and mm. um, you had an evangelist from australia come recently to train people in street evangelism yeah jeffrey hilder we, yeah we spoke a little bit about it in a previous yeah. podcast to remind us who he is um he's australian so you know he's good he's uh, from sydney <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that, that wasn't a joke actually that was that was serious so he um currently what he does is um he's retired but he uh, runs tours at uh, St Andrew's Cathedral in Sydney and takes people around the building and just uses the building as a way of preaching the gospel mm. because actually the architecture of these buildings is meant to be preaching the gospel to yeah. us. And so he's just sort of articulating that. Um, but he's been doing... Uh, he doesn't call it open-air evangelism or street evangelism. He calls it Christian street conversations because mm. um, that's all it is and he doesn't want to put people off because, mm. um, you know, there's... It's, it's, <laughs> it's a real... Um, competition to see who is more put off by evangelism is it christians or is it non-christians probably it's christians are, yeah, yeah. are most put off by the concept of evangelism so he just calls it christian street conversations and uh, and all he trained us to do was we came together for three hours one hour of training one hour going out on the streets and mm. one hour feedback and prayer and uh, and the one hour was just so simple and um and, uh, you know, he's been doing this stuff for decades, mm. you know, 30 years, and he's been training people to do it, uh, both here and in uh, Southeast Asia and in Australia. Uh, so it's kind of his life's work to resurrect this. But um, his, his training is simple and it's replicable and it's doable. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so that's what's so good. So was it sort of, you know, uh, how to start a conversation and stuff? What, what sort of things did he teach? Yeah, I think people came expecting him to sort of give us a whole bunch of silver bullets so that we can yeah. lock and load and, yeah. you know, hit Eastbourne with our guaranteed to work yeah. phrases. It really wasn't. Um, you know, he basically said, uh, don't go for people in groups because they don't open themselves up. Um, uh, go for one-to-one conversations. Although he does, he sent us out in pairs. But he said, go, go for people by themselves because then they share their heart. Um, go for people who aren't walking, um, <laughs> running away from you. Um, if they're running, probably just let them go. <laughs> Maybe catching a train. Yes, yeah, <laughs> just you know. And if you want to shake the dust off your feet later, that's fine. But just let them catch a train. You know. Um, so yeah, go for people stationary. Go for people by themselves and. Interestingly, I mean, he he said, you know, strike up rapport 
and then at some stage say, hey, me and my friends, we are from such and such a church, and we're asking people if they have a faith or believe anything. or And he, he would you know tell you to offer them at least four or five different ways of asking the same question, mm. just to give them thinking time and to help them process things. So his sort of method was very much um, build rapport first, and then you know at some stage introduce highway Christians, and this is what we're mm. doing. Um, which is interesting. I I I, I don't know. Um, personally, you know, when I get a phone call and someone says, "Oh, hi, how are you today?" <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. <right>. Like, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like, right. What do you want? I must admit, when I walk through the the town centre and you know the pedestrian area, mm. and uh, somebody with a clipboard and a mm-hmm. and a jacket says, "Hi, how yeah. are you?" <laughs> I just Do you really of, want to know? All right. Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, small, small hand wave and uh, smile. And, very, very busy. <laughs> that's right. I'm off to Poundland and nothing's <laughs> getting in my way. You know me, Glenn. You know <laughs> me. <laughs> they're doing Toblerone for a pound. Get out of my way. <laughs> but like they're ultra friendly and they're ultra yeah. in your face. And, yeah. What are you listening to on your headphones? Uh, <laughs> you know, well, maybe we like can that. learn from that one. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to get put off by someone. You know, if someone's wearing, if, if you never talk to someone because they're wearing headphones, you probably will never talk to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, and if someone's on their phone, i.e., if, they, if they're talking on their phone, leave them. But, you know, if they're just tapping on their screen, yeah. they're probably just scrolling through Facebook, aren't they? Um, so I don't, I don't mind interrupting that. And I don't mind interrupting people with their headphones on. That's yeah. a good question to ask, though. What are you listening to? Yeah. Um, Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are you... Yeah. For what it's worth, my tuppence on it is just to in- introduce myself straight off the bat and say, mm. hi, I'm Glenn and this is Jenny. We're from All Souls Church and we're just out and about with a few few others of us and we're asking people who they think Jesus is. Do you have an opinion yourself? Mm. You know, some people think he's good man or a prophet yeah. or what is it that you think um, and I just sort of go straight into it because I, I don't know probably because I'm not good at small talk <laughs> probably and probably because I don't want it to look too forced yeah um, yeah but but some people are very good at that and being very natural with mm. uh, hi how are you today are you just waiting for your wife as she goes into the shops you know um, some people are very good at striking up rapport like that so do that but I think yeah, I'm I'm more into just first first off the bat just yeah. say yeah we're Christians, and which we're... is kind of a natural thing anyway. You yeah, know, it, you know if you try and be like like these sort of clipboard people, if you try mm. and be too friendly, too loud, <laughs> yeah, it, you know it comes over as fake. So sometimes yeah. it is more natural just 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 introduce yourself when you approach them and yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I, I wonder if what do they what do they call it? What's the derogatory term for those people? Let's try and think oh. of the derogatory term and then say it and slander them with it. No, what's the... What's the what's, uh, jum... What are they called? I don't know. If you know, if you know what I'm thinking about. Um. Comment on the show notes. Um, juggers? Chuggers! Chuggers! They're called... Chuggers. Yeah, yeah, have you never heard that? I've never heard that, no. I'm pretty sure it's chuggers. Um, and now I'm really nervous about... Like googling oh. chuggers, <laughs> in case it's incredibly rude. But uh, no, I'm sure. Yeah, chuggers. But I, I wonder if you know charity people raising money for charity like that. If they were more, hi, we're just on the streets talking to people about Oxfam. Do you know what we do? I don't know. Yeah. I I might respond more to that yeah. than hi. How are you today? <laughs> like, yeah. 
Hey, maybe. we're from Oxfam. I mean, Do you know what we're up to? Most most of my time, anyway, I'm I'm rushing for the train anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is my response anyway. Yeah. One one time though, I saw. <clears throat> I've often thought this. Uh, there was somebody that they were doing. What was it? I think it was Foster's. Okay. And they were doing tiny cans of drink. Ah, yes, the song. lemony, the lemony one. Yes. Yeah. And they were just there, and like there was always a queue to pick them up. Yeah, exactly. And I've often samples. thought, why doesn't the church, you know? Buy loads of cans of drink and just people be queuing for them and yeah. you know, sell a tape attract or an, in, an invite or something. Or just yeah, or just give them and then see what happens. Yeah. Uh, why are you, why are you giving this? <laughs> you know, we do do that in the town centre at Easter, uh, free Easter right. eggs. Yeah. Um, so maybe yeah, maybe something. That, and in fact, I I know that another church in the town sometimes does that with bottles of water. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Good idea, yeah. Lollipops. I mean, some, some, Everyone loves lollipops. Yeah. Sometimes people, they're handed sort of like this badly printed, tatty yeah. tract. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of quality yeah. <laughs> that they're faced with. And I think yeah. sometimes if you know if something was given of more value, they might yeah. appreciate the, the real prize. Like the 321 tract, which is the Rolls-Royce yes. tract. Yes. Yes. It's a 3D. Yes. It makes uh, every other track look flat and track, two-dimensional. Yeah. Available from com. And if you uh, order before the 20, end of the 24th of July with Twitter 3000, you'll get a £3 uh, discount. Really? Really. They only cost 50p, though. Yeah, I know. So you get 250 pounds. I'm not sure what happens oh, with that. But yeah. I don't think they reimburse you, you money. When you... <laughs> I, I, think, I think just buy, buy a you bunch. You buy in bulk and then you get a discount. Buy a bunch. Good. That'd okay. be good. Where show. were we? What were we talking about, Andy? Uh, street conversations. Street conversations and just being upfront and just saying, yeah, hi, we are Christians and we're talking about who Jesus is. Yeah. Do you have any opinion? And that's usually, that's my opener. Uh, Jeffrey's opener is, do you have a faith? And they pretty much can get you in the same place, mm. but that's that's what we kind of do. But he just sort of taught us that. And, um, and then in our training times, we were saying, oh, but what if they ask you about suffering? Or what if they ask us about this? What if they ask us about that? And he said, yeah, I just bring it back to Jesus. I just, you know, you know, and I'd say to people, look, there is there is a longer answer to that. Mm. And I'd be really happy to sit down with you with a cup of tea and, and talk about that answer. And maybe we could go to Costa now and and have a talk about it. Um, but here's what I know about Jesus. Mm. He claimed to be the son of God. Now, if I claim to be the son of God with you, would you think I was mad? And then you just get it back to Jesus. And, mm. uh, and I, I think that, that is good advice. Obviously, you know, in the moment, you're going to be flexible and mm. uh, you're constantly praying for, Lord, help, Lord, help, Lord, help, Lord, help. You're constantly praying for wisdom mm. about how to answer people along the way. So there's no hard and fast rule about it. But he was just, yeah. Hard questions will come. Just bring yeah. it back to Jesus. He said, you know, he will introduce into the conversation at some point. The Bible talks about this word sin. It's a word you never hear outside this church, isn't it? No one ever talks about yeah. being a sinner. What do you think it actually means? And, um, you know, because he's, he's saying, well, look, unless we understand the, there's a problem we need saving from, we're yeah. never going to understand who Jesus is. And Weight Watchers. What's that? That's it. The sin. Oh, yeah, the sins. That. Yeah, that's what people think of <laughs> sin. Chocolate cake. That's right. You're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed certain sins, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. If you've been good with your diet. Yeah. But it's 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 like an S-Y-N spelling, oh, isn't is it? it? Yeah, because oh. I think they're shortening some other word. But yeah, it's, okay. that, that is what people think. I mean... So who, what sort of people came to the... Um, 
Jeffrey Hilda thing was it sort of across? Oh, the first time around, we got thirty-two people from a dozen different churches, wow. and so we we split up then into sixteen different pairs, mm. and off we went. And he mm. sent us out with pretty much what I've said is you know what yeah. Jeffrey told us, and he you know told us talk about sin, and then talk about you know there's judgment for sin, and there's Jesus who took the judgment so that we wouldn't, wouldn't have to. And, and that was literally all he gave us, and he just sent us out. And lots of people were feeling very underprepared. Mm-hmm. And um, one guy even said, we are not prepared at all. Glenn, can you come to our church next week, and can you give the proper training? And I was like, no, that is the proper training. That's <laughs> that's fine. That's all yeah. you need. Oh, really? Yes, really. And so I put that guy with Jeffrey um, as they went out, and he just had the best time. Yeah. And they they ended up having four different conversations. One of them with a girl who was just, you know, telling them, "Look, I think you're you're sent from God because this is what I've been wow. wondering about." And she prayed to receive Jesus on the streets, mm. and they were, you know, trying to get her hooked into a church. And and so, I mean, they had about four conversations. Me and uh, the other person I went out with had about three conversations. Everyone had mm. at least one, some as many as five different conversations in an hour. Yeah. So we come back, all 16 pairs of us, and we have just had scores and scores of gospel conversations, just an hour yeah. in Eastbourne. And, and so that's just stunning to me to think that... You know, the Lord has a harvest field and he tells us, you know, it's it's not as though the harvest field is lacking. Yeah. The workers are lacking, Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's Matthew nine, you know, and, and Jesus doesn't say, you know, there, there isn't a great harvest. Mm. Pray for a great harvest. He says the harvest is white. Yeah. Pray for the Lord to raise up workers. And actually, 32 people came forward, and we got into scores of gospel conversations. Mm. Two people ended up praying on the streets on that on that day. And, and yeah, so just a real eye-opener for us all, mm. because none of us felt very clever or polished or mm. prepared or anything. But out we went, and the Lord worked. Yeah, and you've been out sort of since then. Yeah. Um, what happened on the subsequent... Yeah, so just this last Saturday we went out and um, and we got six people coming along because you know I'm not Jeffrey Hilda, so Jeffrey Hilda gets 32, and then uh, but his, interesting, his his sort of parting words to us was, "You just need somebody to keep geeing you up, mm. to keep you know fanning the flames, because yeah. otherwise the flames go out the, mm. and, the, and the embers die down. And, and that certainly, that rang true for me, because we used to go out, you know, years ago here in Eastbourne, and, yeah. and you know, the numbers dwindled and dwindled and dwindled, and at some stage it just, you know, yeah. the fire goes out. Yeah. And um, and Jeffrey, it was it was good to hear Jeffrey say that, look, after after 30 years, that's just the case. Mm. It's, it's not like the fire's just always going to be stoked. Somebody needs to stoke it. And yeah. so I just... Uh, trying to G people up and, and get people along. So we got six people coming along on Saturday. And so we went out three different pairs. Um, uh, me and my partner went out and we got into three different conversations. Two others went, got into four or five conversations. Mm. Two, two others got into four or five conversations. With one of them, again, they prayed with the person to receive Jesus. Wow. And again, he said... I think your God sends. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about exactly this this kind of stuff, yeah. and so again, a, a massive eye opener to all of them. We we managed to give some kind of appropriate gospel literature, whether it was just a, a little tract or a gospel, mm. or um, I mean, the guy who prayed on the streets. They gave him three, two, one, and, and encouraged him along to one of the local churches, and 
Um, so, I mean, that's that's just amazing to me. Just in one hour, just mm. six of us going out, and we have a dozen conversations that really matter. Um, yeah. So I, I offer that to the Evangelist podcast yeah. and say, well, what can you do? Yeah. You know, where, where you are. It, it doesn't take being clever. It doesn't take being polished. It doesn't take the the sort of person with a megaphone who you know stands on a soapbox on the streets it does it, because that's not what it is it's yeah. just christian street conversations yeah. you can have a conversation can't you what can you do in your area it would only take two of you to go out and and in in 15 years of me doing it i can think of maybe only one time when i've gone out trying to have a gospel conversation with people and failing to have any gospel conversation with yeah. people every time i've gone out pretty much I've had some kind of gospel conversation with somebody. Let's get into it. Mm. Good. I mean, do you, you, you think every Christian should be doing this? Uh, no, I don't think every Christian... Uh, I don't think this is the cup of tea for every Christian, but I think a lot more Christians than are doing it mm-hmm. could do it. And and I think maybe we've got to break the, the mold in our head of what street evangelism looks like. Mm. Um, because when you look at... The street evangelist who sort of springs to mind in your head, nobody thinks that nobody wants to be that guy, um, and so it's not a particularly popular pastime. But maybe, maybe we just need to break down the image of what uh, I was going to call it stranger evangelism is, or mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't have to be strange. It c- it could just be first contact evangelism. It could mm-hmm. be what, open air. We just need to break down our, our our thoughts about what that could be and I think at that stage a lot more people could be doing it mm. than, are, than are currently doing it but like I said you know this is this is not the law that everyone must go out into the streets and, and do this kind of thing but I'd be very surprised if in your church there weren't a bunch of people who though very nervous to do it could do it yeah. and at the end of that hour would be thrilled that they had done it yeah well, what if you know like someone's yeah, you know, really busy with family or yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, you know what could they do in their own contexts? There are stages of life, aren't there? And um, and so you know this kind of thing means that you know Saturdays are a good time for this kind of thing. And for some people, their stage of life just means they're ferrying the kids around to this sports thing and that music practice yeah. and that you know. And so it's it's just that's just not the stage of life they're in where they can do that. But there will be contacts that you can make in that in that stage of life. Mm. You know, what about the other dads that are ferrying their kids around? At, you know, what about the other dads that are watching the sports game and, and that you know that the kids are going to? And yeah, whatever whatever stage you're, of life that you're at, I can't believe that the Lord hasn't given you some kind of mission field. Because yeah. He says you will be my witnesses. Mm. So if there's nobody to witness to, well. Maybe it's just your neighbours. Maybe it's maybe it's just your family. I don't know. But the, there is some kind of mission field, and and pray about what that might be. And if you're in the position, why not open your eyes and see? Oh my goodness, the high street of my local town or city. That's that's a mission field that's completely unconsidered. Yeah. Um, and it is white for harvest. It's not a case that the harvest needs to increase. It's the case that the workers do. Yeah. 
So what would be the next step if someone wanted to do this? Yeah, if you feel like this is something you want to do, um, get in touch with us. I'd love mm. to I'd love to help. If, if I'm in touching distance, I, c- I could come and give some training if you'd like at your church or in your town, whatever. Um, be happy to do that. Um, but do get in touch with us. Um, there's, a, there's a few articles I've written on my blog that perhaps we could link to in the show notes. Mm. Um, and, you know, really I'd just say... Get on to tenofthose.com and order 100 John's Gospels and order a whole bunch of tracts. doesn't matter what tracts they are. Um, have your resources up your sleeve. Yeah. Get, a, get a few people together. Pray and go out and, and just give it a go and, and see what happens. But, um, yeah, if, the, if, there's, yeah if, if you really want to do this, then go on and do it. Yeah. And, uh, and if you want some help, get in touch and we'd love to help any way we can. Okay, great. Well, thanks very much for listening this week. Uh, we're going to go on next week to uh, look at uh, related subject. Everything's related, Andy. I know. Everything. I was trying to think of the words. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> no, Andy. <coughs> no, I don't. <laughs> the web address for this episode is speaklife.org.uk slash TEP103. Wow. And uh, find the links there to Glenn's blog, tenofthose.com, and... Anything else that we mentioned? Yeah, what else did we mention? I don't know. Chuggers. A definition of chuggers. <laughs> as long as it's not rude. In which case, that will be sliced out of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks very much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.